0: All right, Matthew 14, we're gonna pick up in verse number 15. <clears throat> the Bible says there, when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a desert place and the time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart, give you them to eat. We'll stop right there. Lord, thank you for today, thank you for these guys being here, Lord. God, it really is crucial that they made the decision to be in your house today. God, I pray also that right now they'll make the decision to listen to your word. God, not necessarily to me, but God, that it will go deeper and that they'll listen to your word. And God, that will have soft hearts that will be submissive to you, humble enough to listen and to use the things and implement the things that you point out to us today. I pray you would do that for all of us, Lord, because we all need to grow. I pray you give me the... Uh, strength that I need Lord the right words and thoughts and spirit God help each guy you know what they're dealing with you know what they're going through right now at this moment and God I pray you would give them some help from this message Lord Um, a simple thought Lord but I pray that it would be um, God something that is needed something that will give them the strength and the encouragement they need on a daily basis Lord Um, God, we pray that you would be lifted up, that you would be pleased, that you would make us more like you, Lord. These lives matter, Lord. Their decisions matter, God. Their futures matter. And God, I pray you would please help us to um, tune in to what you have to say to us today, Lord. Please help each, each guy, the youngest guy in the room to the oldest guy in the room, Lord. We need to hear from you. And God, I pray you would make us more like you as a result. Help us to hear your voice, please, God. And we love you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys can be seated. Thank you for standing. So, guys, just to jump right into this, um, these people had followed Jesus. We go skip back just a little bit. Verse number 13, it says, When Jesus heard of it, talking about the death of John the Baptist, he departed thence by ship into a desert place apart. So Jesus kind of got away um, from the crowds, from the, the hustle and bustle. And then it says, When the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. I mean, for me, I'm thinking, you know, Uh, difficult times going on there's been a lot of busyness a lot of pressure uh, a lot of grind and jesus in my mind is like trying to get away from it and get a little break and then it says when the people hear where he is aiden they're all flooding back like crowding around him again i'm thinking like these people won't leave me alone like give me a break here i would be frustrated right i would be like are you kidding me uh, where can I get away? Where can I get a break from these people? Where can I get some space, right? That's what you would think. And then, guys, it's amazing to me when you read the Gospels, and Bruce, you just look at the life of Jesus on a daily basis. Guys, hey, 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 are you reading your Bible? You say We hear this all the time. But are you learning about Jesus, but are you watching his life in the Gospels? I encourage you, you say, I don't know where to read. Get in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Watch his life, because you know what you... Uh, see when you compare his life and then you look at your own we all got room to grow (laughs) we've all got room to grow as i was saying aiden if i'm trying to get away if i'm trying to take a vacation and then the people that i'm trying to get away from show up there (laughs) and are like knocking on my door and pressing in on me and giving me no space uh guys my reaction would probably not be a positive one you know let's look at jesus reaction verse number 14 and Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude. Here we go. Here it is. He's going to blow them up. And he was moved with compassion. Wow. Toward them and he healed their sick. Hey guys, do you see Jesus getting frustrated? Do you see Jesus getting fed up with these people? Do you, do you see Jesus looking at them saying, don't you realize I need a break here? No. He has compassion on them. Guys, that just like hits me. Because very often, and guys, don't get me wrong, there are times we need breaks. There are times we need to step back for a for a short time just to recharge our batteries, just to get things back in order. I understand that. I, I totally get that. I think, you know, as you get older, guys, sometimes you need to look for those opportunities. Not all the time, but every once in a while, you need to look for those things. But guys, Jesus has a heart of compassion. Hey, guys, when's the last time you looked at somebody and you had compassion? Right. Hey, whether that be an unsaved person that doesn't know where they're going when they die, or somebody maybe in this room or in this church, you say, you know what? They need some help. Hey, hey guys, maybe today, hey, hey, maybe today ask the Lord, Lord, somebody I need, uh, is there somebody around me that has a need that I can put my arm around them, that I can pray for them, that I can encourage them, that I can say, hey, I appreciate you. Guys, as we're talking about, that makes a difference. Jesus is a God of compassion. Hey, are his followers people of compassion? Sometimes we lack that. Guys, and me at the front of the list, and I'm not happy about saying that, but we need more compassion. Sometimes, Kevin, we just get in a routine. I'm just going to do what I got to do. and Get out of here, bro. Where's the compassion? Where's the heart? Where is the sympathy that you feel bad for someone in a bad situation? Hey, guys, can I throw this at you? It's easy to have compassion when they're showing the people on TV that don't have enough food and all that. And it's, you know, the dogs and, you know, support and you get this t-shirt that you care for pets and you're over there about to cry and you're like, I need to turn the channel, bro, this is getting, this is getting real. You know, there's people dying on their way to hell every day. Where's the compassion? If you support the dogs, that's great for you, right? (laughs) Or or how about those ones where they have the little kids in the hospitals, man, that about rip your heart out. Those are, those are really difficult things. But you know what? There are Christians that that they're on their way to heaven, but they're struggling. Well, Sometimes we just walk about our merry way. How you doing, brother? Not so great. Who cares? See ya. That's kind of how we are sometimes. Yeah. Let's, let's slow down sometimes and see if people need help. Jesus is a God of compassion. May we be people of compassion. But guys, here's where the heart of the message is. Verse number 15. So it says... It was turning toward evening now. So all these people had came to him, right? And now it's getting late in the day. His disciples come up to him. They're saying, Lord, uh, I don't know if you realize this place we're at. It's a desert place. Time has now passed. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. Victuals refer to food. These people are hungry. Lord, there's no grocery stores around here. There's no 7-Elevens around here. Guys, you can be in the middle of the desert and there's a 7-Eleven. They're everywhere. Not here, though. All right? There's got to be a McDonald's close around something. Nope. They're out in the middle of nowhere. And you know what they're basically saying, Lord? I mean, we got to send them away. I mean, it's... That makes sense, right? It's logical. Lord, we've got to get them out of here. We've got to send them to a different place. they got to go into these towns and villages. they got to find something, maybe a little shop that's open. Maybe somebody with a kind heart that will give them some food out of their own home. But, Lord, you got to send them away. I mean, that's just natural. And I love the Lord's response in verse number 16. But Jesus said unto them, that already gives you an indication that the rest of the conversation is not going in the direction that they thought when it says but there. He said, they need not depart. I love that. I love that. I love that. You know what he's saying? They don't need to leave. Mm -hmm. They don't need to leave. He's saying, give me them to eat. We have the rest of the story that we'll get into today. But you know what Jesus says? They need not depart. And guys, it may not be about food today, but can I tell you, there's going to be plenty of times in your life where you have needs, where you have needs. Listen, maybe you're heartbroken. Maybe you're going through difficulties in your families. Hey, in the future, you will have financial needs. Sometimes you'll have physical needs. Sometimes you'll have family needs. Sometimes you'll have all these different kind of needs. Maybe you'll just be struggling. You'll be discouraged. You'll be depressed. You'll have these different needs in your life. Can I remind you today? You don't need to. Need, you don't need to leave the Lord to get your need met. Amen. Yeah. And the message today is, they need not depart. I feel like switching it right now and say, you need not depart. Yeah. I don't need to depart, guys. You don't need to depart the Lord. You say, when, brother Tom, when we're teenagers, right? Because you pump on the teen- teenagers and you pound on us with your preaching. That's true. You don't need to depart from the Lord as a teenager. But guys, when you're a young adult man, you don't need to depart from him then either. When you're a married young man, you don't need to depart from the Lord. Can I remind you, when you become a married young man, there's going to be some needs that you have. Guys, it's going to be challenging at times. There's going to be some ups and downs. You don't need to depart from the Lord then. Hey, guys, there's going to be times, listen, I don't know, I can't forecast everybody's future. I, don't, I can't predict what's going to happen to you 5, 10, 15 years from now. But can I tell you, every guy in the room is going to have some challenges. Every guy in the room is going to have some needs. Bruce, there's going to be times in your life where you don't expect things. Guys, you don't get an email four days ahead of time to say, this major problem is going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Guys, it comes unexpectedly out of nowhere. Bam! And you think, what am I supposed to do? How how can I handle this? Guys, can I tell you, you don't need to depart from the Lord to get your need met. They need not depart. You need not depart. That's what I'm going to preach on today. They need not depart. I'll just keep it with They need not depart, even though I want to hit it the other way. All right. They need not depart. First of all, we have number one, a lacking condition, a lacking condition. We have already read verse number 15. But guys, what happened with these with this multitude? They had followed Jesus, Right. They're, they're doing a good thing. I mean, they are following Jesus. Jesus had relocated into a different town, and now they're following him. I mean, they're seeking him. They're striving after him. Guys, isn't that what we preach all the time? Guys, we need to seek the Lord. We need to strive after him. And that's what we say we need to do. Read our Bibles and pray and come to church. We're seeking the Lord, seeking the Lord. We're going after him. That's what these people are doing. They're following Jesus, which is what it's all about. Hey, guys, these people had put in some effort, some energy. They ex- some expended themselves to be where Jesus was. But, guys, they found themselves in a far place. Um, in verse number 13 and also verse number 15, it says this is a desert place. Guys, can I remind you? Desert place is not a good place to live there very long, right? It's not a place you can sustain yourself very long. You know, when you're talking about a luxurious place, I'm not like, you know, Kevin, one day I'll just want to go to the desert, bro. I just want to see how it is. No, nobody says that because deserts are not nice. It's a far place, it's a forgotten place, and it's a desert. Guys, there's gonna be times in your life where you're gonna be doing what's right, but you're gonna feel like you're in a forgotten place. You're gonna feel like you're in a far place. You're gonna feel like uh, there's, no one cares what you're doing. There's no spotlight. Nothing's happening. You're bound, uh, uh, just pounding your head in the wall, in, into a brick wall, and it seems like nothing's happening. And you're going to feel like you're way out there by yourselves on an island, in a far place, in a forgotten place, saying, Lord, it's dry out here. It's difficult out here. It's challenging out here. <laughs> and don't you love, I, I, I kind of give them credit in this case, but don't you love how the disciples are like, <clears throat> "Oh Lord, I know you've been preaching it all. Great message, but... These people are hungry, you know. The disciples are usually on the wrong page, but I kind of I kind of feel like they have a good intention at least this time and at least they're trying to do the right thing, but it's just funny to me. The Lord knew of the need already. Mm -hmm. He didn't need them to remind him. He didn't need to say, guys, right after the invitation, I need you to tell me that because otherwise I'm going to forget to feed these people. They're going to starve to death on their way back home. No, he didn't need anything like that. He knows what he's doing. Can I remind you guys? The Lord knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing in your life. He knows what he's doing in my life. He has a plan, and he's working according to that plan. Mm -hmm. But he's saying, listen, these people are following Jesus. They're in a far place, in a forgotten place, in a desert. And these people are famished. They're hungry. They're tired. They're needy. They're in a difficult situation. The disciples are saying to Jesus in verse 15, Lord, I mean, we're not in a very conducive spot to feeding these people. Lord, it's getting late. It's starting to be evening. Guys, in that culture, they didn't really have lights. They didn't really have you know, the, the situation that we do when it got, when the sun went down, when it got dark outside, most of the activity ceased in their culture saying, Lord, it's, it's becoming dangerous for these people. They're a long way from home, Lord, and it's a bad place to be in. And Lord, these people are hungry. Send them away, send them away so that they can buy themselves some food. But you get the intimation guys. What are they saying? They got to forsake you, Lord. I mean, hey, the teaching was great, Lord. The preaching was awesome, Lord. I mean, thank you for that. That that really helped me. But I mean, when it comes to the practical needs of life, Lord, we, we've got to do something else, right? Hey, guys, some of those same uh, sounding arguments will be thrown your way one day. They'll come at you, and some of these guys can attest to the same things. They'll come at you and say, hey, it's it's all fine and good to grow up in church and go to Sunday school and all that. But, Kevin, hey, when you become an adult, man, you're going to have to do- No, 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 no. Don't even listen to those people, guys. Don't even give those things one second of thought. listen. You don't need to forsake the Lord with whatever need that's apparent in front of you. You don't need to forsake him, okay? They need not depart. You know what that's saying? There's no reason to leave. Hey, guys, the Lord knows what college you need to go to. You don't need to leave him to find the right college. In fact, you need to seek him, and he'll point you to the right college. Guys, you say, (laughs) I, I will refrain my comments, all right? Listen, but some of you say, well, Tom, there's going to come a day where I need a woman in my life. Some of you are like, that day is today. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right? No, it's not. All right? <laughs> Listen, but you say, I need it. The Lord knows the need that you have. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you need to do? You need to seek him. Hey, guys, in the future, you don't need to leave church to go find some cheap girl. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You don't need to say, bro, I'm so lonely. It's so hard. Maybe I should start clicking and, and being an idiot on the Internet. No, you don't need to do that. Yeah. That's not going to help you. That's only going to make you more empty. That's only going to hurt you deeper. Hey, guys, you know what you need to do? Seek the Lord. Go closer to him. And one day he'll point the right one out to you. You need not depart. Well, I mean, if you're going to get the education you need to get the kind of job you need to make the kind of money you need, bro, you can't be talking about these Christian colleges. You let the Lord guide you, young man. You let the Lord guide you. And if that's a Christian college, a Bible college, or if that is a different college, but you still stay connected to the church and you stay strong in the church, that's fine. But you let the Lord direct you. You don't need to depart from him. You do not need to depart from, and I don't care what the need is. I may talk about it today, I may not. Whatever your need is, guys, whatever the need is that will arise in your life now, 10 years from now, or 20 or 30 years from now, the Lord is sufficient to meet it. Mm -hmm. Have we forgotten who we're talking about? Mm -hmm. Guys, Jesus is not just somebody that we stand up and yell about on Sundays or we stand up and sing about on Sundays. He's someone that wants to provide and help you Every single day. Let's not get so disassociated with what we hear in church and how we live on a daily basis. The lacking condition. These disciples are like, Lord, they, I mean, they got to forsake you, right? They got to leave, right? It just makes sense. Everybody agrees. Lord, nobody, I mean, nobody would have a problem if you just send all these people away. It's the most logical choice. Hey, guys, and by the way, time out, time out, time out. Look up here real quick. You should get advice, you should get counsel. I'm not against those things, I'm for those things. But guys, there's gonna be sometimes, uh, or there could be sometimes in your life, if the Lord is strongly telling you something, and you say, how do I know that? Through his word, through prayer, through seeking him. And guys, it's usually not I pray one time and I find out. It's usually over and over and over and over and over again. It's usually sometimes a month's frame or even longer than that, that's what I'm talking about. And, George, you know this is what God tells you to do. Guys, can I tell you, you should get counsel, you should get advice. But you go with what the Lord says. Yeah. Hey, guys, I don't care if all and I'm, I'm for the Baptist brethren, but if all the Baptist brethren are against me in this regard and the Lord's for me, forget them. I'm not saying I'm smarter than anybody, but we need to follow what God says. The lacking condition. I mean, Lord, these people are getting antsy over here. These people are starting to ask. These people are starting to try to find out. And guys, what are the disciples usually doing when a controversy arises? They're blaming each other, right? It was his fault. He was supposed to bring the food, you know. And they're, they're pointing the finger at each other. Hey, guys, we don't need to get all flustered about those things. Take your needs to God. Right. And the point is this. You don't need to leave him for anything. There's no reason to leave. Hey, guys, I don't care what it is. You know, just to be real about it, some people are going to leave God for a job, for money. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are going to leave God for a woman. Yeah. Some people are going to leave God for friends. Some people are in acceptance by them. Some people are going to leave God for all these different kinds of reasons. Can I tell you, though, there's no reason to leave. Mm-hmm. You need not depart. Listen, the Lord has the right friends for you. You put him first, the Lord has the right friends for you. Yeah. The Lord has the right job in the future. The Lord has all these different things that you need. He already has them. Guys, we talk about these statements in church. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Do we believe that? Do we believe that he owns everything? Do we believe that he's God with all power? Then guys, that needs to affect how we think and how we live. He is in control. He knows what he's doing. The lacking condition. Saying, Lord, these people are hungry. Lord, they got to leave you, right? I mean, you're good for teaching them. You're good for giving them some cool spiritual sounding words and advice but lord i mean they're hungry they need food not spiritual food physical food people are hungry jesus said they don't need to leave they need not depart the lacking condition point number two the lord's correction the lord's correction verse number 16 jesus but jesus said unto them they need not depart give ye them to eat he's saying they don't need to leave Listen, guys, I don't know if it was all the disciples. I don't know if a, a few just stepped out and gave this suggestion. I don't know. And as I said, I'm not banging on the disciples. I think in this, in this uh, situation, they were being considerate of these people. They were showing some care for other people. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. But Jesus says they don't need to leave. And guys, I like this. Jesus has a firm stance here. Jesus is fortified in what he's saying. He's fierce in what he's saying. He's saying, whoa, 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 nobody needs to leave. I'm sufficient to meet their needs. They don't need to leave me. Hey, guys, what is it? What is it? When problems hit into our life, when needs hit into our life, all of a sudden we start scrambling. And I get it. I understand. But we do not need to leave the Lord. Hey, guys, let's let's talk real here. You're going to have some financial needs from time to time in your life. It happens. Okay? Okay. But guys, you do need—you do not need to stop coming to church because I gotta work this job because I gotta pay the bills. The Lord knows you need to pay the bills. You do not need to forsake Him so that you can pay the bills. Yeah, guys, you do not need to forsake the Lord so that you can, uh, you know, get some woman to 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 hook up with you. You don't need to do that. You don't need to leave the Lord so that you can get some friends to be accepting of you. You say, I know this, Brother Tom. I know, but we need the reminder. And guys, we need to keep it in the center of our thoughts so that we don't get off track. Because how many people over time, they get weak on this, something hits into their life and they depart from the Lord. The lacking condition, the Lord's correction. The Lord says, no, you don't need to leave. He disagrees with their advice. He's saying, no, they, they need not depart. Hey, guys, you don't need to depart from the Lord to get your education, to have your future, to have your career, whatever it may be. You don't need to depart from him. Hey, guys, whoever it is in the room, you're going to have needs. There's going to be things in your family. You don't need to depart from God. Yes. And they directed it to the, all, to the almighty, and he says, depend on him for your all. Hey, guys, you know what it ha- comes down to? Sometimes we want f- try to try to fix our own problems, or the other option, which is hard, is to trust God. Mm-hmm. We don't like doing that. We don't want to do that. We would rather uh, try to handle it ourselves, we think, the easy way. Usually we make it harder for ourselves when we try to do it the quote-unquote easy way. But, guys, we need to trust God. And, guys, you know what's very tempting a lot of times when you're trying to trust God? You get fearful. You get worried. Right? Again, guys, we flip back to Peter walking on the water. He sees the waves. He sees the wind. That's life. That's how it is a lot of times. We're trying to stay focused on the Lord. We're trying to say, Lord, we know know you're in control. We know that you know what you're doing. But guys, again, those things swirling around us, they do get our attention. And it's a battle. It's it's a battle to stay focused on the Lord and to keep our eyes off of those things. That's that's what all of us deal with constantly. Mm -hmm. But the Lord says they need not depart. Hey guys, there's nothing that's gonna come up in life where you need to say, "Lord, I know who you are. I know how good you are." But, Lord, you, you just gotta understand this. I, I just gotta take care of this. I, I, Lord, I just gotta deal with this. The Lord says, "Don't you think I can handle that?" Mm. Hey guys, Matthew 6:33. Does anybody know it off the top of their head? Matthew 6:33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. What are the, all these things he's talking about? He's talking about your needs. He's talking about your clothing. He's talking about your housing. He's talking about your, your physical needs to survive. So what does that mean? We put him first. We put him first. We live the way he wants us to. We put him first. Hey, guys, do you put him first? If you do, guys, then he says, I will take care of your needs. Philippians 419 my God shall my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus That is written to a church that is putting God first that is written to a church that they're supporting missionaries They're giving their all they're doing the best they can Paul saying God's gonna take care of you Hey guys, but you know what we want? We want God to supply our needs, but we don't want to put him first It doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. We're getting things out of order the lacking condition hey guys do you have a lacking condition in here today is there some need is there some deficiency you have in your life Lord I'm worried about this I'm worried about my future I'm worried about my family or maybe my health or Lord I don't know I'm struggling with these things this is hard for me Lord hey guys let me remind you today you need not depart from God I mean guys this wasn't the devil suggesting that they leave the Lord this is the disciples again I don't don't blame them. I think, again, they had a good thought behind it, a good intention. But they're saying, Lord, they just need to leave you, right? I mean, Lord, because they've got to eat. They've got to sustain themselves. The Lord's saying, they need not depart. You don't need to leave me. Hey, guys, whatever it is in your life, you don't need to leave Jesus. Listen, guys, that's the last thing you need to do. Hey, guys, I've heard Brother Tuck. We've talked about this many times. You know, when people face problems, you know what a lot of them do? Run from church. Yep. The Guys, you need to run to church. Right. Even more when you're in problems. When everything's smooth, you stay in church too. But when you're in, in, in hard times of your life, you should even more so be in the house of God. Mm-hmm. Not less. Well, I just got to take care of some other things. Why don't you put God first and let Him take care of the other things? The lacking condition, the Lord's correction. And guys, here's the key to all of it at the end of the this story, let him control everything. Let him control everything. Point number three, let him control. Let him take control. What does he say? He says, verse 17, and they say unto him, we have here but five loaves and two fish. He says, bring them hither to me. You see that? He saying, bring them to me. Hey, guys, the small things in our life. Well, I'm almost done. You guys listening? I know it's hot. I get it. All right. The small things in our life. We think, Lord, this couldn't, this couldn't do anything. This is nothing. Lord says, give it to me. Will you give it to him? Hey, guys, will you give the Lord your life? And I'm not just talking about being saved. If you're not saved, get saved. But your whole life, your whole life, your whole future, you say, I've always thought I'm going to do this kind of job, or I always thought I'm going to live this kind of place. Why don't you just say, Lord, whatever you want me to do? And let him control. Give it to him. The Lord's not going to forcibly take it from you. I was just on the van, we were talking about this. Listen, I believe we know the story from the same as John chapter 6. There was a little lad, right? Had the, his lunch, five loaves, two fish. I think Jesus asked him. He said, Son, can I, can I use that? Can I use that? Hey, guys, God is a gentleman. Jesus is a gentleman. He's not going to rip something away from you. He's going to ask you. Sure. Guys, he has all power. He could rip it away from <laughs> us in a moment if he wanted to. But he's going to say, Anthony, can I use your life? Yeah up to you. Dylan, can I use your life? Christian, can I use your life? Derek, can I use your life? And guys, it's our choice. It's the chance of a lifetime. We would think, why would you even consider not doing it? But it's our choice. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Guys, John chapter 5, the man has been, has been uh, uh, sick, the impotent man. He couldn't move. He's paralyzed. He's been sick for 38 years. You know what Jesus says? Do you want to be whole? Mm-hmm. We read that and think, what kind of question is that? You know why? Because Jesus is not going to force himself on anyone. He's going to ask you. George, people come to church on their way to hell. If their hearts stopped beating today, they'd end up in a place called hell forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You know what Jesus says? Would you like to be saved? He asked him. He's a gentleman. He's kind and considerate. He offers that chance to us. Guys, but he's not going to shove it down your throat. It's up to you. Dylan, can I use your life? Hey, guys, whatever you have, give it to him. You say, Brother Tom, I have troubles and burdens and struggles. Give it to him. Mm -hmm. Man, I I don't know what I'm going to do with my future. Why don't you let him decide? Right. I don't know who I'm going to marry. Let him decide. Give it to him. Give that decision to him. Some of you are going to wear Listen, guys, some of you are going to wear yourselves out. What am I going to do? Where where am I going to work? Oh, my goodness. Who am I going to marry? Bro, help me. (laughs) Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Right. Let's start trusting God. Guys, again, the Christian life is not about just what we preach or just what we sing. We need to live these things. Yeah. And I'm not saying I do it 100% perfect all the time. But we need to live these things. Yeah. Is he just, Guys, is he just a fairy tale we talk about on Sundays? No. Yeah. He is the living God. He is the right. one that gives us every breath that we breathe every day. Yeah. We need to go to him and say, Lord, this is my need. He knows about it. But, guys, he wants us to bring it to him. He says, come unto me, all you labor-heavy laden. I will give you rest. Bring it to him. Have you given it to him? Let him control. Guys, whatever you have, bring it to him. Whatever you have. They had a small, mean, small material, five pieces of bread, two fish. What's that going to do amongst uh, uh, 5,000-plus people? What is that going to do? Let me teach you what it's going to do. Nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, the first... (laughs) I'm about to say the first fat kid in line, but that sounds a little harsh. The first uh, overly hungry person in line, that thing's gone, right? He'd be grabbing it and running running away. You get that, get that kid. That's all we got left. No. The Lord took something so small and insignificant, and he fed all those people. Guys, he can take the small things of our lives, and he can use them in great ways. You say, I, I don't know. Well, trust him. Give it to her Let him control And you see what he can do Whatever you have, give it to him Be willing to give it to him Bring it, Jesus says Bring them hither to me in verse 18 Give it to me, just give it to me Guys, he can take something so small And turn it into something so big Aiden, he can turn something so insignificant Into something that can help so many people How? Because he's God But we've got to bring it to him and guys, watch what he can do. Verse number 19. He commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, took the five loaves and two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and break and gave the loaves to the disciples, the disciples to the multitude. They did all eat and were filled and took up the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. They that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside women and children. Wow. What a miracle. What a miracle. Guys, he takes that small... Uh, um, bit of material that he had he thanks his heavenly father for it he blesses it, he starts breaking up the food and guys it says in verse number 20 at the beginning, they did all eat so everybody ate there and were filled Mm -hmm. they had filled bellies to the limit that's my sub point, how do you like it, alright filled bellies to the limit, these people couldn't eat anymore you know some of y'all, when you go on an all-you-can-eat buffet, you take that literally. You're going after it, you know? Like, this, if this is the last chance I ever get to eat, bro, I'm, I'm going for it. With me, it's a waste of money, all right? All-you-can-eat buffet for me is, like, a plate or two, and then I'm like, dude, I'm done. You know, I'm like, I can't. I can't. I can snap myself to death, but as far as, like, one meal, I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. But some guys, they're like... Plate number six, seven, eight, nine, and I'm just over here like, you're disgusting. You know, like get away from me. I don't know you, alright? But you are paying, right? No, I'm just kidding. Listen, guys. These people ate and were filled. They couldn't eat anymore. That's amazing. And what did it come from? Five pieces of bread and two fish. It's because the Lord got involved in it. The filled bellies to the limit, the full baskets of leftovers. Not only did they have enough food for all those people to eat and be full, there were 12 baskets full of leftovers. Personally, I think that little kid got to take them home. That would have been an interesting discussion between his mom and the son. Say, like, where in the world did you did you steal those? You know, like, no mom, this guy, Jesus, he he needed to use my five pieces of bread and two fish, and then he fed all these people and then Gave me these twelve baskets to bring home. Be like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what the sons reply to be? Come meet Jesus, then it'll all make sense, all right. Twelve baskets full of leftovers. The full baskets of leftovers. Hey guys, God can take something so small, He can feed so many people and have so much leftover. Yeah. To help all these other people. And guys, we talked about it's five thousand people. That's true. Verse number twenty-one. They had eaten were about five thousand men, beside women and children. Guys, that does not mean that only the men ate and the, 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 the kids and the wives over there are just like, please, Father, you know, give me something, porridge, please. No, they all ate. They just didn't choose to count the women and children. Guys, it was probably like more like 15,000 or 20,000 people that ate that day and were full and they still had the 12 baskets left over. That's amazing. Only yeah. God can do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, what need do you have in your life today? What need do you have in your life today? Hey guys, you're going to face them. You will face plenty of needs. You can mark that down today. Plenty of needs. And and as we talked about, Kevin, earlier, when people get older, those needs become more apparent. Life starts crushing in on you sometimes. You start feeling those financial (laughs) burdens. You start feeling those physical problems. Guys, those things start hitting you directly, impacting your life. It's hard. What are you going to do? Hey, guys, I've known some people, bro, i got to make more money, so I won't be at church for a while. Bro, I mean, you know, I I need to get married one day, and there don't seem to be too many options around the fundamental circles, so I better go find some cheap one. It's ridiculous. It's not pleasing to God. It's not going to turn out well in the long run. Hey, guys, whatever the need is in your life, you don't need to depart from God. You don't need to leave him. And guys, we can say that when you're a teenager and it's January of 2024, but guys, I don't care what year it is, what month it is, and I don't care what age you are in your life. There are always going to be problems and needs, but the truth remains, you do not need to leave the Lord for anything. Guys, I've had friends of mine I've grown up with, and whatever... The problem was, somewhere along the line, they they made the decision, you know what, I need to get out of here. I need to do something else. I need to, I need to focus on other things. Hey guys, whatever the problem is in your life, the Lord can't handle it. The Lord can handle it. You don't need to depart from Him. I like this story. It's simple. We know, we especially know the part about the, the, the fish and bread and He fed all these people. The early part, though, we don't talk about a lot, and that's the part that I like, The disciples saying, Lord, they got to leave, right? I mean, we don't have any food here. You didn't buy, you know, 10,000 McChickens on the way in, Lord. Like, we got nothing. There's no little Caesars around here, Lord. They don't even have good prices anymore, Lord. You know, that's just my two cents. Guys, the disciples saying they got to leave, right? I mean, they just make sense. And guys, they're going to come people to you. Bro, well, after a while, you gotta start thinking about you. Hmm. Huh. Huh. You gotta start thinking about making money for yourself. You gotta start thinking about what you wanna do. No, you start letting, you just keep letting the Lord make your decisions. You just keep putting him first. Hey guys, that's listen, the Christian life is not just for junior boys. Yeah. Christian life is not just for the toddlers, the Christian life is for all of us. And it's not just for teenagers, it's for adults too. Guys, I need to make decisions on a daily basis that say, Lord, I'm putting you first. Guys, when the offering plate comes around, Lord, I'm putting you first. When I wake up every day, Lord, I'm going to put you first by reading my Bible, by praying. Hey, guys, when the the inappropriate stuff comes uh, past my view, I turn away. Why, Lord? I'm putting you first. Hey, guys, as, as an adult man, that's for all of us. You know what? You don't need to depart from the Lord to get those needs met in your life, whatever they may be. And you'll have plenty of them in your life. But the Lord is up to every single one of them. I'm glad the God that we serve. Guys, he's not just good at salvation and then the rest of it he's not so good at. He's good at everything. He's God. He has all power, all capability, and he can do everything. And guys, he doesn't just do it for me or for other people. He can do it for you too. But you know what? We got to trust him. And we got to bring those things to him. Say, Lord, here's my need. Lord, everybody around me is telling me I got to leave you. I got to go somewhere else. I got to... I got to pursue this. I got to chase after this. No, you need to find out the Lord's will. And guys, you don't need to leave him. You never need to leave him. Hey, guys, you know what the the boiling it all down? You know what our job in this life is? Stay as close to him as possible. And then, guys, one day, either when he comes back or when we die, we'll get to be with him forever and eternity. That's it. In this life now, stay as close to to him as possible. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And then one day we'll be with him forever and ever. That's it, hey guys. But whatever the need is, when it slams into your life, when your mind starts going crazy and you get in a frenzy and say, what am I going to do? You need not depart from God. He's got everything you need. He can take care of your problem and your need, and he can do it like no one else can. Let's put him first. Let's bow our head and close our eyes